Welcome back, everybody. This is Undone episode 19. Today, we're going to be talking about personal ministry. And so we've been talking the last couple weeks about Andy Stanley's five P's to grow your faith. And again, if you're just joining us, they're practical teaching, providential relationships, private disciplines, personal ministry, and pivotal circumstances. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about private ministry. And what does that mean? So it's something where we've stepped outside of our comfort zone, we're serving others, and we actually end up receiving such an incredible benefit from it. Right. So in our personal ministry, at some point in our life, we've probably been faced with the opportunity to serve, to give our time and money to something bigger, something greater. Most likely it was an opportunity to be involved in some ministry or service that was new to you, Mm -hmm. that you couldn't get off your mind. It was like this nudge or this like, it's like this gut check. Mm -hmm. And our first response is, you know, go for it. Oh my gosh, that, that breaks my heart or it's something I need to do. But then we start feeling doubt. We start feeling inadequate and unprepared. You don't know what the end game is looks like. You don't know how it's supposed to end. You don't know how it's supposed to all figure out. So all of those things stops us from our initial thing of, oh my gosh, that's my gut telling me to go for it. You know, that's God saying me to do it, but mm-hmm. something gets in the way. And it's this inner tension, this struggle that we feel so inadequate and so unsure, but do we trust him? Do we trust him? Do yeah. we trust that God put that that seed of, of, of desire or that, that breaking our heart or whatever you want to call it enough that we don't need to know how it's all supposed to work out. We don't need to know if we're completely prepared. We don't need to have all our ducks in a row. We just need to trust him. It reminds me of the story in Matthew where the disciples, there was, you know, 5,000 people and they went to Jesus and they're all, Jesus, you know, we don't have enough food. What are we going to do? We're going to start sending some of these people home. And he was just goes, do you guys trust me? Right. Do, do you trust me? And, you know, he takes the five five loaves of bread and two fish and and ends up you know, feeding everybody. And again, the disciples, they had to, you know, they were thinking, mm-hmm. right. like this is not enough food to go around, right. you know, or with Noah and the ark and, and God saying, I always think if, if God came to me and said, I need you to go build a boat in the middle of Arizona and not just a <laughs> boat, but like a big boat, the size of a city. Could you imagine what Noah's friends thought of him? They're thinking, Oh my gosh, this guy's crazy. But that's where it's, is, is, do you trust God enough? That when he, when he, you get that little nudge to do something, to, right. to serve him, either with your time, your resources, or your money, that he, this is a way that he is stretching our faith muscle to grow deeper with him. Yeah. I actually think about, <laughs> it makes me laugh because I think about my kind of story, my personal ministry, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. So I always thought that, I think talking to you, when we mm-hmm. first started going to Bible study, the question was kind of like, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? Right. And I was like, you know, maybe I would do something with teenage girls mm-hmm. because I want to encourage them, like, if they have daddy issues, which we talked about in, in a couple podcasts ago, if they are pregnant, it doesn't mean you have to be a statistic. You mm-hmm. can still grow up. It's going to be hard. Right. You just made it a lot harder for yourself. But you don't have to be a statistic. You know, you can go out and you can be successful right. and you can do anything. Like, you're not limited, you know. And I really wanted to reach young ladies like that. Right. Well, then about two years ago, for some reason, there was a lot of stuff growing, especially here in Tucson. I, don't mm-hmm. know, I think it was nationwide. But there was a lot of movement for women empowerment and everything like that. Right. And I 
I got this thing like I was supposed to be involved in women empowerment somehow, mm-hmm. but I knew it wasn't in that way. Right. It was a little bit, you know, messy for me the way that it was happening. So I was like, how do we do it where we honor everybody? Because I believe that empowering one group does not put mean putting down another group, right. you know? Right. So how do we do that where we're, we're empowering and yet still honoring everybody? And... I was reaching out to people Mm -hmm. and you didn't even know this at the time, but I was reaching out to like some successful Mm -hmm. ladies because I thought it was supposed to be in business. And I was just like, how do you do this? How do you do this? How have you done this? And it was really like this thing that God was putting on my heart. I recorded even some, some interviews with some successful women and nothing just seemed right. Right. Nothing seemed right. And so in, let's see, December, I think it was, you contacted me and Mm -hmm. you were like, hey, I want to do this thing. It's called Propel. It's going to be me and you and three other women. And right. we're going to meet in January. We're going to put this thing on. And I was like, okay. I mm-hmm. thought, to be honest with you, it was like a private Bible study with five women. <laughs> Psych. I, didn't, yeah, I didn't know what it was because right. you really didn't say what it was right. at all. You didn't tell You didn't tell us what it was. It was just like, oh, it's this thing. We're going to meet and we're going to, you know, talk about it or whatever. You didn't even say what we were going to do. I was like, okay. So I show up. I show up expecting like a Bible study that I'm going to meet these other women. No, it was an event that we're going to be putting on mm-hmm. and like this series that we're going to be doing. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I hate women (laughs) why do I want to do this and I kept going I kept fighting with God even when he was having me reach out to these other women I'm like I hate women Mm. I hate like you know I've never been a big woman friend I've never had a big group of girls that Mm. I've been friends with ever ever and so I was just like I don't want to do this God I don't want to do this and yet here we are it's been it's been you know going and going and going Mm. and let me tell you it's the biggest blessing probably in my Mm. life it has changed Changed my heart, changed right. my outlook, changed me so tremendously by going and serving and just talking about God and how He's changed our lives and, and all the things. I mean, and doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of this would have come if two years ago right. God didn't put it on my heart and I wasn't even brave enough to just ask a question. Right. Right. So funny that you use that example because if to be honest, I didn't know what it was supposed to look like. Because mm-hmm. again, I had the same inner struggle, that same inner tension where I clicked on a website and God said, you know, I need you to do this. Hmm. And my first response is, oh, no. Right. Um, <laughs> not, I, I don't do women's stuff and I don't have time. And are you kidding me? Yeah. And I, and, you know, my first instinct is, I don't do this. I don't have time. And what is it supposed to look like? What it's, what am I supposed to do? So, I kept hearing him say, I just need you to say yes. I just need you to do it. So when I gathered everybody together, you guys wanted answers. And I'm all, yeah, I don't know. I know what it's not supposed to look like. Like you said, it's not supposed to be man bashing. It's not supposed to be dishonoring. It's not supposed to be catty. It's not supposed to be isolating. It's not supposed to be clicked. But I didn't know what it was supposed to look like because I'd never really been a part of anything like that. And it reminded me of in Matthew when Jesus said, uh, hey, guys, I need you just to step out of the boat. And they're going, whoa, you know, like what's going on? We don't, we don't, we're not going to step out of the boat. We're going to drown. And he's all, do you trust me? And again, I go back to that, that inner tension where you don't have to know exactly how. You just do what you know how to do and let God do the rest. Right. So that at the end of this, right now, you and I can sit here and say, this is not because Margot and Kimberly are great people. No. This is because we have a great God because we didn't know 
what it was supposed to look like. We didn't know how it was going to turn out. We didn't know if anybody was even going to show up. Yeah. We just kept saying yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. We'll do it. We'll do it. And I think that's what's so important is that God is wanting to stretch our faith. He's saying, do you trust me? Bring me what you got. Bring me your just little five loaves and two fish. Step out of your boat and let me do the rest. And I promise, I promise that once you keep saying yes, 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 he's going to grow your faith in a whole new way. And the story of how we even started the Propel in our area Mm -hmm. and even this podcast is incredible because I think back about how we've been prepared. You know, we say, I say, oh, well, two years ago. But to be honest with you, this is, God's been working on this a lot. Right. You know, he's been changing my heart specifically and even my skills he's Mm -hmm. been building my skills right so we had we were in a network marketing company and in that company I learned how to speak how to network with people how to invite people how to do all these things and then the whole women's thing happened where he he had it was literally like a thought where hey you need to do something like this not just like this Mm -hmm. but you're going to be doing something like this and I'm like I don't want to do that (laughs) why would I ever want to do that he can't give us the whole picture at once or we run screaming <laughs> if, if he would have shown me today, two years ago, right. I'd have been like, oh, heck no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. You got the wrong girl, because that is not me, right. you know? No, yeah, mm-hmm. he can't do that. We want, we think we want that, because right. I always say, God, just, just show me the big picture where I'm going, so I know I'm ending mm-hmm. up somewhere. Could you imagine? No. No. Oh my gosh, no, we wouldn't be able to handle that, even mm. though I still feel like, oh, but just give me a sneak peek. I still <laughs> feel like that. So that's the struggle that I go with every day. Right. But then I'm like, oh, thank goodness he didn't show me this mm-hmm. two years ago, because I would have never done this two years ago. And a lot of it is because of our fears and our yes. insecurities and our doubt and going, we don't know how to do this. Right. And God is saying, well, well, that's okay, Margo. That's okay, Kimberly. That's okay. Let you just bring me what you have and let right. me do the rest. Keep obeying and keep saying yes. I know we sound like a broken record, but he it's God so just true. really wants to stretch. And he's what he has in plan for you, in store for you, he's building in you right now. Now. Because there's no reason we should be doing this. No. You and no. I should not be doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> we really should. So I funny. should be taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, but it's not about us. And if it was about yeah. what we could do, then the glory would be ours. And it's, right. it, it's not. It's his. And so it's not about what we're capable or what we think we're capable of doing. It's what we bring to the table and what Jesus does with it. Right. And that really happens in every major movement of God in human history. It's how he's work Mm. that afterwards you look back and you say oh only God could have done that right only God could move like that and and the reason he does that is because he knows what's at stake here he knows that our faith it needs to be about him and not all the things that we think we could do if we just want to go in our strengths we just want to do things in our own that we think that we can control then he doesn't get the glory right then it's not God doesn't want you to live small just what you think you could do God wants you to live a big audacious bold faith so that it could be saying it's it's me this is about me not you right because you should have never wanted to do propel in the first place I once know. because that was the same time mm-hmm. january mm-hmm. that lakin got diagnosed yes. with type 1 diabetes mm-hmm. and i remember i was out i was on you a were trip out of town. Mm-hmm. and we had our first meeting mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember you calling me, being like, "I don't think we should do it," and I'm right. like, "It's fine. We're gonna be good." 
for some reason, even mm-hmm. though I felt like I didn't want to do it and I had no idea, I'm like, right. we're going to be just fine. This is mm-hmm. for women that haven't found Jesus mm-hmm. necessarily just yet. Maybe they're right. curious about it and we want to invite them to mm-hmm. that and to grow their faith. And for those women that love Jesus mm-hmm. to figure out, oh, this is why. I, I feel like once we think we um, are Christians or we know mm-hmm. Jesus, that all of it's perfect and it's all painted out mm-hmm. and we know what's happening and we can just go in blindly and mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the case. Right. We still struggle. We still mm-hmm. go through the same things. It's just that hopefully right. our faith is in God and what he can do for us and how he can turn events around. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. We have a peace. We have mm-hmm. a peace deep down in our soul that I know right. it's going to be okay because right. he's called me to do this. Mm-hmm. He's not going to call me to watch me burn. Right, right. And so if we're feeling tired, you know, God asked me to do Propel literally in my darkest times. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't have anything to give. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to give anybody. And that's why when we look back, when we look back on the last two years, I want it to point to this was not, again, out of Kimberly's strength because I had nothing when we started this. This was out of God saying, let me work in you because I'm bringing the women of Tucson together because we're going to be a, you know, girls with swords and we're going to be women that just are going to keep saying yes, not so that we can be perfect or, you know, have it all together, but that there is power in the obedience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when people say, I have nothing left to give. And he says, yes, you do. Your capacity is greater when you're connected to me than you could ever imagine. Absolutely. So questions for you guys. Have you ever sensed God urging you to do something and yet you failed to do Mm -hmm. it? You didn't think you wanted to do it. Maybe you didn't feel like you were equipped. You had no idea what it was going to look like. What held Mm -hmm. you back? But I want you to think about that this week as you go through and just know that God wants you to bring it to him, what you have. He doesn't want us to show up perfect. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're in our deepest, darkest hour, like you said. Mm -hmm. He just wants us to bring what we have because he can do more than we even know with it. And it reminds me of this Bible verse, Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Mm. He has prepared us already. We just have to be brave enough and we have to be strong enough and we have to be faithful enough to say yes, to Mm -hmm. walk on the water, to go to him, to follow him when he's calling us. So with that, you guys have a fantastic week. Next week, we're going to talk about practical teachings. So join us then. Much love. Live bold and blessed.